Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to a very special um, WWE wrestling-centric episode. We're calling this WWE A New Hope because... <laughs> if because only. If only. I think it is. I think it is. Okay. Um, I'm Dub. I'm here with Kevin. And we're here with long-lost friend of the show, He's, Chris. Ah! He found me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, little little behind the scenes. Did you know that even though you're not on camera, me and him still talk at least three, four times a month. It's kind of weird. It, it's true. <laughs> it's because our friendship is strong. I'm sorry that I haven't been on the show more often, but there's this pesky phantom fella that drops chandeliers on me and COVID and other wonderful things. I missed this. I missed you. I missed our fellow geeks. Well, we we have missed you on the on the episodes, Chris. I'm glad that we found a episode that you could not not be on. Okay, so so let, let's just start with the big news. Um, if you follow wrestling at all, you've probably heard that Vince McMahon is no longer the owner or have anything to do with WWE. Um, Wild. This is. We're not, we're gonna kind of avoid what happened. He's fired. He's gone. Okay, he retired. He's living his best life some somewhere else. We'll leave it at that. Now, what we were talking about beforehand, we we want to talk about kind of what the product's done to what it's gonna be, what we feel like it's gonna be going to, and we might get a little touch on AEW along the way because if this is intertwined in the story a little bit, we'll get to all that. So. <laughs> With that being said, what was your first thought when you heard about the McMahon thing? Because the first person that told me was Kevin. Kevin, what was your first thoughts on that? Okay, so for months, I've been telling the whole iHeartGeek, guys, you have to listen to wrestling news right now. It's like Mortal Kombat or Nick Khan <laughs> going up Mortal the ladder. Kombat! Taking out of everybody, taking on everybody. And I'm like, man, Vince McMahon, yes, be careful. All this stuff's coming out. And then, um, you know, he started coming out with this hoorah stuff, like, you know, WWE, you know, forever and everything. And it was like instant. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. It was like he was just there on Monday and then like gone. Hey, by the way, guys, I'm retiring. <laughs> it was on a Friday. He did it right when the um, stock market closed. That's when yep. he, that's a shrewd businessman right there. Just wild saying. to me. So Absolutely wild. Chris, what was your thoughts when you heard about this big? Because I know you, we we've talked about it before. You've broken up with the WWE like fifty thousand times. <laughs> like well, it it is our worst relationship that we keep going back. It's a boomerang relationship. I think they fixed it. I think they've really changed this time. I hope. <laughs> see, see here. Where do I start with Vincent Kennedy McMahon? <laughs> um. I think he should have retired at least 10 years ago. The yeah. product has suffered because it's just the same things mm. over and over and over again. Listen, I know WWE loves Roman Reigns, as it is apparent. I know they love Brock Lesnar. I mean, I love Brock Lesnar. And love me even more after SummerSlam, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was shocked that they actually got him to leave the company. I, and like many wrestling fans, I guess you guys would agree when I say, I expect 
expected Vince McMahon to be a part of WWE until he dropped dead. Yes. Like this yep. he he took his father's company and turned it into this global phenomenon Juggernaut. of pop culture. It's it's yeah. nothing like it. Well, there is an well, alternate that's, that, that, that's, a, that's not in quite the same pond yet, but we'll get it. I know, I know, I know. I just ha- I, I just have to throw the shade in there a little <laughs> bit. But I'm like like you guys, I am hopeful now that Paul Triple H Levesque takes us to the promised land and we finally get back together with WWE because WWE has always been great, just not the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Well, on the bars, yeah. the bar is set really low now, right? Like Triple H just needs to do a couple things. He needs to, like they already gave the refs their names back at SummerSlam and Michael Cole, 24, all of a sudden now he's one of the greatest commentators Okay, so I yeah I know we got caught in the middle of a sentence there, and everybody got moved around the screen and all that technical stuff. It happens. Okay, so I before we get into the commentators and all that, so Triple H is now the creative director for all of WWE. With that being said, there's things that have changed, and so far I haven't found anything I haven't liked that he's done. But I want to hit on a couple of things that, um is a, a notable improvement right out of the gate. Now, the only thing he's done one, he's written one episode of SmackDown and he wrote SummerSlam. So it, this is definitely new out of the gate, but th- he's made some, I think, pretty vast improvements. Um, and I do want to say he ran NXT when it was awesome, when it was the best thing on TV and he doesn't, and then he stopped and then it turned into a, a steaming pile of poo. <laughs> You're but being it, very nice about it now. It is amazing. Wait, you don't you don't like all the sexuality? <laughs> it it was it was it 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 had McMahon's fingers all oh. over it. But with that being said, it's amazing how fast that bad can overtake the good. But now I'm uh-huh. noticing how fast good can overtake the bad. So first thing I want to hit is the commentators. Now it's it's. It's a, everybody knows that if you're a commentator on, on WWE, Vince McMahon is in your headphones screaming at you the entire time. Now, with that being said, we watch SummerSlam, and this is something everybody says. Michael Cole, who's always been terrible for the last 20 years, he's been garbage. He was, he, he beat Jim Ross as far as a commentator. He was brilliant he sold the heck out of these matches he made matches better than they were yeah that's the so that's the first thing we're going to talk about is the commentators what's your what grabs you on the commentators let's go ahead kevin there was a phrase that he said during the last man standing match (laughs) by the way i have not watched a wwe pay-per-view premium live event whatever you want to call it in about a year and even before then it was like little pieces he said, for the love of God, count faster. And I'm like, yes. He's a great Like, that was so, it was perfect. It brought you perfect in. perfect for one. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, and that's everybody that's improving, not just Michael Cole, except uh-huh. for Corey Graves. I don't think he's as good. I think he, he actually is the only one that took a, uh, what do I do? I don't have anybody telling me what to do. What, what's your thoughts on on the commentators there? 
So in general, at least for the last 10 years, the commentating team has been garbage because Vince McMahon's always in the ear. Now, last night, um, I did notice improvement, but I was still rolling my eyes mostly really? when I don't I, I to to um be clear, I've solely watched AEW television for the last three years. I haven't watched WWE programming outside of WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, the big four. Mm-hmm. Um, and for years, like I, it's just annoying to the point where they're not focusing on what was in the ring. It was nice. That's true. Michael, because Michael Cole's not a bad uh, broadcaster. He's not. Vincent Kennedy McMahon yelling at him every five seconds made him a bad uh, broadcaster because yeah. his early '90s and 2000s stuff. He's awesome on Smack on the original Smackdowns. I I mean, grow. I was ten years old, so I thought he was I'll, awesome. I'll so. give you that then. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one even one even earlier was NXT UK. He did guest commentating on NXT UK, and it was night and day when he was doing that. I don't know if you guys ever watched that one, oh, but it was yeah, tournament. Yeah, because McMahon doesn't care about the UK, so therefore they let yeah. them do it. That's why it's a better product, anyway. Okay, <laughs> continue, Chris. I'm sorry about that, but I did. I did notice there were improvements. Like they focused on the stuff that's in the ring. They called more moves. I mean, they peppered in the story bits as they as they have to, and it was less. I don't know, childish because I yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, WWE's been catering to kids for years because, you know, you can't see me and all that stuff. And uh, acknowledge me. Um, see, I keep tabs on my ex. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, I still I still think um, if Triple H has his way, and I pray to the wrestling gods that he does, if he fixes the comment, if he lets them do their thing and call the matches, I think, you know, it'll write itself because WWE yeah. hasn't had a good commentary team since JR and the King. Mm. But that's just my two cents. Well, there's been some good. I, I actually I hate Lawler on commentary. I always have puppies. That <laughs> thing oh. I, I hate that as a, as a 13 year old. I loved it. Of but. course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on the Attitude Era, I was way too young. I was oh. way too young for any of that. Oh, yeah. So, um, Kevin, what was that uh, comment that uh, Corey Graves said to Michael Cole? Oh, on uh, it was... Uh, not to repeat. Yeah, he says... Uh, he goes, oh, well, some people um, used to not be... I, I liked it when people weren't allowed to have an opinion around here. And Michael Cole says, yep. That was this. Seems like a long time ago, or something like that. Like a lot of things. That's a lot of things have changed. Yeah, everything's changed fun. now, hasn't it? That's what I missed yeah. that completely. Yes. A lot of wow. things have changed. That was mm-hmm. such a great line. Now, the other thing that we're seeing is we're kind of getting an idea of who Triple H is going to push, and we saw the the return of the video package in a right way. They had Kevin Owens in there. And that, that's the right guy to push. Why have we not been pushing him? Because you're stupid. He's overweight. No, he's one of the best workers and one of the best mouthpieces in the company. But they're bringing back these, the, those little vignettes 
without it being childish and overly produced. I, I noticed how they had um, they brought him. They had a, they had a couple of really good. And a Charlotte Flair one. Yeah, Charlotte Flair because you know that's never going to go away. <laughs> 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 well, they want a Flair to have be that nineteen time champion. So I mean, that's next. Uh, so that's something that I, I'm really enjoying. Now, the other thing that I'm enjoying is, um, and let's just hit SummerSlam because this is so, so awesome. Um, and l- let's let's start with this thing. They're not scripting the promos. Do you know why I know that? Because we had Drew McIntyre gave his first good promo in the WWE. He is a, well, since he left NXT anyway, he is a champ on that mic. And he went, he, he did crowd work. He got you excited for this match that you know he's going to lose, that you've seen 20,000 times already. And I'm excited for it because of this promo that he shot. This is what happens when you don't script, guys. If you have a guy that can do it, that's that's what you do. Chris, what do you think about it? I know that's a big thing, especially with like AEW, the non-scripting thing. Do you, did you see that or was that just a me thing? No, I saw it. I saw it and I'm like, Yes, put the belt on him. Put it back mm-hmm. on him. Because they're not... I'm, I'm going to call it now. I don't know if I'll watch it, but Drew McIntyre is going <laughs> to... I will, yeah, probably. You, Drew, you, are, Drew, you are back together with your ex again. Well, you're, I got to see what happens. Hands, you are holding hands in public. I'm just saying. She's still abusive, though. It's so abusive. <laughs> not yet. No, I, they've calmed down for now. So, yeah. One, one of my criticisms of the WWE over the last few years is everything is so scripted that it just seems fake. You know, the whole wrestling is fake. Wrestling was fake. Then Mm -hmm. AEW came along and you know, that's another show. Um, But (laughs) yeah, Drew McIntyre, he's a champion. He deserves Mm -hmm. to be champion. And that's a main event guy. Yeah. In two, in two between the, the Donnybrook match on on SmackDown and that promo there, that I felt like that was damage control for that fixed five years of the crap that they've given us with them. But and I was noticing this with everybody, even some people that shouldn't, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but they're giving. I feel like they're letting people. Okay, here's your points. And of course, there's going to be have to be some people that are definitely going to need to have that, who I think they did script, who I think they finally scripted right on SummerSlam was Riddle. My bro, Randy, I I, I love watching him in the ring. And he irritates me, though. <laughs> My bro thing that gets old. But I think they, I don't feel like they let him loose, but I feel like they gave him a better direction. He was angry. He was, oh, go ahead, Kevin. Well, you know what's interesting about that is, um, you know, I I listen to a lot of the the news, so I, I they've been they've been uh, feuding, I guess, for a couple of weeks now, for at least like a month. After Cody left, they've been feuding. They've got something to do, yeah, yeah. And so now, all of a sudden, anyway, everybody, all the news commentators, well, it's starting to get stale again, and everything else. But like, I watch that that thing where he comes out and he gets, you know, call Seth Rollins out, and they get out. Mm-hmm. It was like it almost like revitalized. If you just let them talk, yeah. just let them talk. You yeah. know, it's that simple. It becomes real. It's the reality of pro but wrestling. It was the action you buy of into it. It, it was yeah. the action of it, and it was the commentators selling it. He's mm-hmm. not supposed to be in the ring. They need to stop him. And it, it didn't feel like 
someone's telling you to do it. It sounds like there's a genuine concern. And That's the security guards with the WWE trope as well, security guards weren't the heels. They were mm-hmm. actually trying to do their job. It's a huge WWE trope too. They yeah. were actually trying to do their job. And it was like, you know, blocking the heel, you know? And, and they made Rollins work to get around. Yeah. I love that. That segment was so good. And it shouldn't have been. But, oh, my gosh, it was good. <laughs> I mean, that, that we all thought that wasn't even going to happen because that's going to be a throwaway segment because we've seen this forever and I'm bored with it. I, I'm in. I, I'm ready to watch it some more. <laughs> you know, because I, I, he needs to stop talking about Randy Orton, and I think that's going to go away next because we don't know if he's coming back or not. We'll see. But, yeah, that that was everything right in that. It was it that reminded me of Austin era. Well, and, and this is kind of what I said earlier. It's, it's the bar has been set so low and they yeah. have a roadmap. Now. They have a roadmap on what this generation wants. It started with NXT, AEW just initialized, you know, they went, they went ahead and said, Hey, we're going to let them talk. We're going to be more adult. We're going to long form storytelling, a three year story with Hangman. You know what I mean? It, that's what people want. We yeah. can watch a stranger things that have an hour and a half, two hour episode of Stranger Things and still be hooked. That's this generation. We, you know, yeah. And uh, they have a roadmap now. Just they just have to do it. And I, I mean, Triple H has proven that he can do it in the past. And what what Triple H gave us with NXT that he gave us that they gave us last night and they gave us last Friday on SmackDown. It was a lot of fun bits, and they don't necessarily go together. But it's a show. There's funny stuff that happens. There's some character work that happens. There's some great wrestling that happens. And that's what we want to see. That's wait, there's there's wrestling on WWE TV. <laughs> I know it shocked me. It shocked me. But I tell you what, and, and I was saying this earlier, um, that the pay-per-view, I didn't fast forward any matches at all. Because every match was at least a three-star match. I mean, there was no bad matches there. And that's the other thing that I want to get to is we had matches again. Except for there's one that... Ronda Rousey and Liv Ronda Morgan. Rousey, I think that... <laughs> I skipped that one. Yeah, oh. you're good. No, that, <laughs> honestly, that was the only misstep of the night. But as I say, it was... That felt like WWE. That it, one felt like it WWE. Was, it was on the card. It was a D for yeah. normal wrestling. It was for normal WWF. It was a B minus. Because I mean, that's about what you put. Normal yeah. WWF. <laughs> well, I, I'm being I'm I'm being realistic on this. I know what we've had. I know how much I fell in love with NXT, and that's what I felt like it was again. Only on the main roster. Well, and, and I I hope he can take take this and run with it so you know yes he he managed quote-unquote managed creative control smackdown it was a show that was already supposedly written they might they might have not torn it up like they usually do but it was already raw, written. raw was that was smackdown wasn't smackdown was a was a fresh, well, fresh but, they, but what, what i mean by that is they have the moving pieces yeah, the so pieces, like they yeah. already have their fuse they're going through SummerSlam, they had their fuse and so even though he had creative control he was doing it what happens next and we and i want to see what happens next i want to see the clash of the castle i want to and i'm going to give him another shot 
I am. Yeah. I'm going to give him another shot just because uh, Triple H um, has proven in the past. I really want to see what he can do on WWE. Now, I can, but I also watch a heck of a lot of wrestling. I watch Japan. I watch, I'm just going to throw that in there too. Um, I'm interested. Yeah. Well, and, and interesting. I'm going to put this out right now and I'm on air. I'm saying this, this WrestleMania, I mean, we are six months away or something like that. Five months away. This is going to be the best WrestleMania we've seen since the nineties. I will guarantee that, it. That's a tall order. Cause I think having been to four, 24, 25, 28, 29. Hey, Chris, can you do that for me? Catch stuff on the back a little more. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, having, I think the last great WrestleMania was WrestleMania 29 here in Jersey. Because um, you had Rock Cena too. You had CM Punk and The Undertaker in his final victory of the streak. You had The Shield in their first big match. And yeah. who could forget Fandango? That was a terrible <laughs> match. Yeah. Um, I am very curious to see what they do with WrestleMania. I don't necessarily like the trend of copying what they do in New Japan, of making it a two-night event. Um, if that's here. That's there to stay, though, let's be honest. I, I know. That's too big um, of a payday. It is. Um if they make the if they don't rehash the last three WrestleManias, I think WD <laughs> might have something because all we know is Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Just put any three of them, maybe Randy Orton in there. Um, <laughs> I think I, gonna, we're going to yeah. have new stars by the time WrestleMania shows up. We're going to have an entirely new top tier. I wrote down during the Ms. Logan Paul match, which why? Oh my god! Uh, no, 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 no! Oh my it god! It was so much better than it should have been. Oh yes, god. it was. That <laughs> flash. Oh my that, god! That was insane. <laughs> but like, I wrote in two of the match, like that match and the uh, Judgment Day Mysterio match, that Tommaso Ciampa's being wasted right now, oh, and and Finn. And Finn Balor's being wasted. I even wrote, I want to see Pac versus Finn Balor, but that's not going to happen because no. Finn Balor's not going to AEW anytime soon. Oh, no, no, no not with Triple H <laughs> in charge. That's his buddy. No. Yeah, well, I'm praying because WWE and now AEW has this problem too. They are wasting talent. They are mm. wasting good talent, but WWE's been doing it for uh, years. Like you got Kevin Owens. You got... Champa. You got Champa. You got Gargano Finn was there. Just <sighs> I hope, Priest, everybody. I, I mean, I yeah. hope you are right that all his buddies from NXT that made NXT the best WWE product in the last decade elevate WWE to what it should be. Honestly, this 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 is a fact. There's been when I started watching the NXT takeovers. That was the time I was truly excited, and I was ex so excited when I watched the first AEW All or Nothing or All In. All that In. I'm, and right now, this is how excited I am for what's what's coming, and I haven't felt like that in decades. I'm excited for this. I really feel like this is the New Hope era. This is something, <laughs> you know. And that's a great title. That's a great title for this episode. <laughs> You, you had something you wanted to throw into there, Kevin? I'm sorry. I know why I wouldn't let you in. Well, you're talking about new stars. There is one person 
that has been the holdout that hasn't gone anywhere. And he and he appeared on Impact last Thursday, and I think it was more or less a red herring. I think Johnny Gargano starts off or shows up on Monday, and he sparks the Triple H era. Hey, yeah. here is my guy. And you're talking about building new stars. You know what I want to see? I don't want to see them as a tag team again. I would see Ch- Champa <laughs> with the U.S. title. I would see Gargano with the Intercontinental title, and watch them elevate it. Oh yeah, you just, know to that to that level. You remember that level? You know, oh, the, just that those horse. those Gargano Champa matches are shut up and take my money matches. Mm-hmm. Like I'll every watch it, every how many times. Like that, that's something I wouldn't get tired of because they're good technical wrestlers and they're good storytellers. Yeah. Un- unlike a certain, you know, Roman Reigns. Yeah, but- I can I can count I can count on my hand probably the, the matches that I seek out and want to watch over and over again. And it, and any of those matches are just so good. I haven't watched a Reigns match that I <laughs> cared about since since the Shield. I don't care. I've never cared about this guy. I think he makes a better. He doesn't. He's not the face. He makes a great Kevin Nash type character, the bodyguard. That's why he was so good in the Shield. You know, he's not the guy. I'm sorry if if he should happen to listen to this. Don't kill me. I feel like I feel like he he would go farther. People would love him in that other position, and he's terrible on the mic. To quote Roman Reigns, "Daddy's not here anymore." Uh-huh. So I'm 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 hoping that Triple H is like, okay, you're done. Here here's who yeah everyone's been clamoring for, like Shinsuke Nakamura. He's <gasps> another one. That's He's so annoying. One. You know what's crazy is that I forget I forget about him. Yeah, you just smile to me. You shouldn't. God. Yeah, um, it is interesting what's going to happen. It's going to be hopefully it's completely different. I'm really excited. I am excited to see yeah. what happens. And I feel like they've given me an excuse <laughs> to be excited again. You know, we I, I'm excited for this now. Um, okay, so let's just for a second. That was the best last man. That's the second best last standing last man standing match I've ever seen. And true, a lot of it was because of the the commentary. Gargano and Ciampa actually had the best in NXT for their for the, I think it was their last one. That match was beautiful. They brought in every element. The freaking tractor. The tractor was great. I was so WWE. When I think of WWE, oh, yeah. I think of tractor. <laughs> I, he, he, he's I wrote, not drinking a beer on the top of it, and that's about the only difference. <laughs> I wrote in my notes while Brock Lesnar was driving that thing to the ring. The tractor, period. And mm-hmm. being a Brock Lesnar fan for 20 years, this is the best Brock Lesnar. He is the best Brock. I, that like, is the best Brock. <laughs> like, who would have thought sh- it? <laughs> like, it's a shame that it took 20 years to, you know, I mean, I love him and Paul Heyman together. Like, they're honestly the best manager wrestler duo of the last 20 years. But just letting Brock Lesnar be himself like this country farm boy from Minnesota or Canada or wherever he lives now, I just give, and he just like doesn't care. He just does what he wants and he's funny, but he's also, he also eats people Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. 
it, this was one of the best matches. It was the, probably the best match of the night, even though I knew <laughs> before the match started, I wrote, Roman Reigns is going to win, but how is he going to win? Yeah. And, you know. And Real I, quick. The Barian thing. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. How, that, I hate that. The last, how does a Money in the Bank briefcase work for a last man standing match? How would that work? I don't okay. understand. There, but he there, just an out there, just there is an answer to that. <laughs> Seth okay. Rollins did that when I think it was Reigns and Lesnar, I think. He brought it in. Oh, last standing, I don't know. So he could have just pinned whoever. I don't know. It was a little iffy. <laughs> now, the theory thing. Let's talk about that one for a second. I think they realize how yeah. badly they've used him. You should hate him, and that's what makes him a good heel. But he needs to be, he is funny, and they don't let him be funny. They need to let him be a weasel that you want to see him destroyed. Now he's like, he's a blue chipper. He's really good. And then they just destroyed him all night last night. I, I, I they need to take him back a step and rebuild him. Yes. I, I don't hate Austin Theory because he's Austin Theory. They call I him Austin, Austin Theory, not Theory. Yeah, that's one thing that I hope Triple H just changes. It's like these people have a first and last name, and just everyone saying one name is dumb. Um, but like Austin Theory, I'm sure will turn out to be the next John Cena because in my notes, I'm like he's the next one they're going to shove down our throats. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong about that. They definitely um, didn't. They didn't show any signs of that last night without McMahon there. I feel like a lot of that 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 rub's gone. I still think People right now both McMahon was there. Yeah, I I think from what little I've seen of Austin Theory, he has potential to be a great heel, but he's not MJF. No. MJF. Well, M come on, you can't compare anybody to MJF. That's the, that's a once in a generation. I, I mean, that's we could, <laughs> we could do a whole show on him yeah. and that whole situation, but like he for to me he's. Like I watched his entrance, I'm like, okay, he's a punk with the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, and he's like taking selfies. That's his gimmick. I'm not scared of him. I'm not, yeah. you know, ang I, like I'm angry the because selfie thing's new. That's a McMahon thing. That was new. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you you hit the nail right on the head with the Brock Lesnar. Is why is he so good? It's his personality up to eleven, and hopefully that's what starts happening. You start getting away from the scripted promos and actually yeah. just let these people be the exaggerated person that they are. Well, you know, Austin, I think that's definitely theory, out theory. Uh, If you ever watch any of his indie stuff, he's fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I want to see him be who I know he can be, and right I, now he's. I think he could be the next CM Punk. Ooh. I really do. Are we fighting today? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, say, I, I don't know where his ceiling is, but I feel like he could do everything CM Punk did. I really do. He's he's something different. He just they they've ruined him for the last six months. They can fix him. Well, Triple H has You're a thinking. lot of fixing to do. Yeah. Because the one thing that we all can agree upon is whenever we would watch NXT and we'd see all these great matches, what's the one thing everyone would say when they got bumped up to the main roster? Oh man, they're gonna ruin it. Up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yep. and they did every time. They ruined everyone except for I don't know, all of them. Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet. Is Ricochet gonna be allowed to be Ricochet again? Oh, Remember Ricochet? Oh, I forgot about oh, him. God. 
Bring back. See what WWE has done to us. Title, bring back the cruiserweight title and let him wear it with honor. Do those crazy freaking matches he does. I, I remember there's whenever I think of Ricochet, I think of the one moment with uh, he who shall not be named, the Velveteen Dream, where Harry comes and he takes and he he does the flips and I can do everything you can do better. And he goes and he takes and he flips over and lands on both of his feet. Like he's so amazing. And he's just in the background. Yeah. And if you ever get a chance, watch, um, what is it? Lucha underground. He was uh-huh. Prince yes. Puma in, in Lucha underground. Fantastic matches all the time. Uh, yeah. I forgot about Ricochet. I'm, there's so many of these people that, <sighs> We forgot about we all did, but tell you what, I think the Viking Raiders are going to be something special again. Um, yeah, there's going to be some. Are we going to have tag teams again? Hopefully, we do. All yeah, the tag teams, they- all the tag teams are here. I know, I know, it's not even close. But, what, <laughs> but one thing that we all can agree on, what Triple H can bring that AEW can't, is that women's division. He proved it last night. Yeah. Last night, I was more, That's I was so it. freaking excited. When with the uh, after that the Bel Air uh, uh, Becky Lynch match, and I'm like, oh, they're turning her, they're turning her face. Yes, because I I like Becky Lynch as a face. And then Bailey comes out, and now Bailey's one that please script everything she says because she's terrible. Um, but <laughs> I I love watching her in the ring. She's a ama- she's an amazing technical wrestler. But oh, but I like, then, then Dakota Kai shows up and Io Shirai, and I refuse to call it. It's her not Io Shirai anymore. It's Io Sky, which just yeah. makes sense. But I refuse to call it that. <laughs> but that was that was like male main event hype. That's what Triple H can bring that AEW can't. Let's let's be fair on that one. I'd like to retract my statement saying that the last man standing match was the best match of the night. That's, that, that's what I was that opening for, yeah. match. That opening match. Because uh, I, I just had to rewatch the highlights of it this morning just to make sure I saw what I saw. Oh, yes, please. That's mm-hmm. wrestling. That is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it was one of those things that wasn't, oh, well, you know, that's really good for a woman's match. No, it was a good match. Does, does Sasha and Banks they give you. and Naomi come back? Yes. Do Sasha Banks and Naomi yes. come back? Yes. No. But I don't want to see Sasha Banks has walked out three times. Give me a break. And there's a reason the AEW hasn't signed her yet. Well, she's not out of contract yet. uh, Yeah, I don't see. I think she's poised. I think she is toxic. She believes her own hype for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think of the two, Naomi would come back. Not Sasha Banks, though. Well, she's got the husband there. That's yeah. Yeah. Hard yeah. to, especially in that position where they're at, and and they, how well did they sell um, the Usos? This is this may be the best tag team I've ever seen, and uh, at that moment, at that moment when you're watching it, you're believing it. I don't think they I, are, but they are. They're their young bucks light. But I, <laughs> um, I. I do not believe that they're one of the best tag teams because when I hear the Usos, like their early stuff, early Usos, okay, I was in on them. Now it's just like, okay, your Roman Reigns is puppets. That's and- a problem. That and that's a problem. <laughs> but as I say, they put on a great match every time they go out. Though, put them in FTR in the ring. <laughs> and huh? let, them, let them go nuts. I think we have seen it. <laughs> 
unfortunately it was a squash match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about that. That yeah. doesn't stop. <laughs> okay. So now let's get on to the kind of the fun spot. And okay. Cards out on the table. If you guys are into this wrestling episode, we're going to do more. And if you're not, this will probably be the last one we do in probably total WrestleMania. So if you guys are into this, let's get some comments saying you liked it, what you didn't like. And I want to hear some of your theories on what happens next. Okay, so let's talk what Triple H is taking over. What do you hope happens next other than the firing of Kevin Dunn? Uh I'll tell T. Yeah, sorry. Um, give, give me a couple things that you're hoping to see. I know we've thrown a lot out, but let's start with Chris. On give me a couple things you want to see. I want them to unify and have one belt for the no world draft. championships. It, I, it's WWE has too many belts. I also think that's AEW what I want to bring up. Yeah, too many belts, but that's yeah. We'll, we'll focus do. on. We'll focus on WWE's had this problem for years. I, I there should be one champion for the company. Um, I would even go as far as to say merge the US and IC, IC titles again. I agree. Um, and bring back like a cruiserweight, cruiserweight, no 24 7 no stupidity. That's that's but garbage. I do like uh, a, I do like a bottom tier, like a either TV title or uh, the European title, whatever. I, I like a bottom tier. You have a, a, at the bottom, the cruiserweight, I guess, would be the bottom. Then, like, a European title. Then the Intercontinental slash U.S., then heavyweight. And then NXT would have yeah. their own thing. So yeah, that, that, um, that's all I want to see. And a women's. That, that's one. Uh, two, um, and I even wrote this to my notes while watching SummerSlam. I want them to do less of the zooming in and out every time someone gets That's Kevin Dunn. It's so disorienting, um, and I'll give an edge to AEW. When you watch their wrestling match, you just you just see it okay. happen. There's nothing. There's no like zooming in and out and seven thousand different camera changes. So if they were fine, because WWE has excellent production value. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a high school kid plays with the zoo, with the with the with the uh, was, yeah with the box. It was good when I was a kid watching the Attitude Era. It's not good when I'm in my mid-30s and I can't barely see anymore and I just want things to stay straight. So, so, so what you're saying it's is really there needs funny to be balance, you, though. Yeah. yeah. Balance. So you got to have some of that stuff for kids. It just can't be all the time is what you're saying. Yeah. It is very disorienting yeah. from going from one to the other and then you're like, oh, was it always like this? It, it, it's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. Um. And the third thing, um, one thing that AEW does really well um, is they have their two hours on Wednesday. They have their one hour on Friday. Uh, Like, keep Raw and SmackDown two hours. Like, get rid of the three-hour Raw, because that's been terrible since Mm -hmm. the get-go. You have your two main shows. Maybe rebrand Raw as WWE in your house. Because I feel like the Raw is War was a very 90s name. But I don't know. I'm just being an armchair GM. Um, focus on the long-term storytelling and maybe do less pay-per-views. Like, instead of 12, do 8. 9. Like, you do, you, do, yeah. you, you do your big four. You do Elimination Chamber. You do Money in the Bank. 
Um, you do clash of the champions at the castle or whatever. Um, and, and, and jewel, jewel of what, whatever the, the ones they do in the middle. That's, in, that's, that's, not, that's, not a, like, that's not a, that is its own universe. That's a multiverse. That's in its own yeah. universe. Doesn't really exist. I don't um, think they should and, even show it in the States, to be honest with you. No, they and shouldn't. I think they make all that money, but do whatever crazy things you want to do over there. Yeah, sorry. And I guess the last thing that I can think of right now that I'd like to see them going forward, as it leaves my head, and I just forgot it. Uh, <laughs> We've had a few of those tonight, yeah. Yeah, um, it had something to do with don't waste the wrestlers who know how to wrestle. Like, let them be. Yeah. Let them. Let the, like just take the rain, take the reins off of them, pun intended, and just like let them, let them, let them fight. Very good. Okay, Kevin, what about you, bud? What what's some things you'd love? My so, list? number one, build new stars. They have to build new stars, and you know you have the ability to build them from the ground up, and the building new stars is coupled with my second which is long form storytelling. That's how you build new stars. That's how you suck people in. Um, it, you know, in new Japan, uh, used to do it really good before, uh, COVID hit. They were really good with that long form storytelling. It kind of went, went away, but AEW does it. And I hate saying, cause I really try not to compare the two because they are, they're two different things. Um, but yeah, long form storytelling, drag some people in. Um, and, uh, more, I want more adult themes. And by adult themes, I don't mean this person sleeping with this person and puppies. No, I want a theme that I can say and not be embarrassed to tell my friends about. Now, you know, can, can I want to break in here for a second. So, how would you feel if one of the shows was more, let's say, raw? That is more for the whole family. You know, good guys probably gonna win. You have good storytelling, you have good matches, but it's it's definitely TV PG. And then you have your TV mature fourteen or whatever. That's your SmackDown, and that is they get you on that little more stuff. How would you feel about something well, like that? Well, that's what it used to be during the ad here. You have Raw's War, and then you had the War Zone. Yeah. You know, you had Monday Night Raw, and then you know, Raw's War, you know, and that was that was between the 10 to 11 o'clock. And that was when all the mature stuff was supposed to think that I would love that because then you have bets of both worlds. It's fair. Uh, anything else? Did, anything else you want to change right off the bat? No, no, no. OK, now oh, uh, we're, we're, we've talked about a lot of them. I mean, we, it would be that stuff. Yeah. Let the let, let them be the let them be themselves. Stop scripting. Now, one of my big things that I want, they. WWE has all the streaming services and everything else. One thing I want is one more show. And I want a show that's an hour long. It's an hour long. There's no wrestling on it, but you have some fantastic commentators. They sit around and some wrestlers and they talk about what happened on the week. So if you missed SmackDown or whatever, these are the storylines. And that way you'd never get like lost. You know, we don't, we, you know, and you're seeing who's 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 up in line for for championships. Who's almost just like a a um, sports center type. Even even half an hour, do it once a week. Uh, that's what I really want to see. That you can have that for free. WWE, because I know you steal everything. 
WWE kind of had something like that on Coffee Fox. Smacks or whatever. Yeah. The, the the one where CM Punk was with oh, WWE yeah, yeah. for and a hot disappeared. second. And, yeah. Yeah. But it, that became a talk show instead of telling people what's going on. Because you can't possibly keep up on like 10 hours of wrestling a week. NXT, no. uh, UK NXT, uh, SmackDown, Velocity, Main Event. Yes, Main Event still exists. Uh, and Raw. Velocity still a thing? Velocity. Oh, and Level Up. <laughs> Which is, is it like Sunday night beginners? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's like fifteen hours of programming a week. Give me some, so well, that, that's and that's gonna drive draw people to NXT that don't know what it is. Oh, this person's coming up from NXT. I want to hear who this person is. Oh, now they're going up. I'm so excited to see this because now I know who this person is. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. AEW kind of sprinkles it in with their vignettes and TV things about like who's on rampage and who goes into yeah. die because they because uh, once th- you know we're talking about all the WWE shows I feel like uh aew is kind of a mess after because you have dynamite which is it's hard to figure out yeah yeah and then you have rampage which you know could be a smackdown type show but it's only an hour and then you have dark and dark elevation and they do all these cross it's the I feel like not to get sidetracked, you know, one thing that both companies have, they have a lot of talent, but because of how they're run and how things are scripted or unscripted, a lot of the good wrestlers get lost. Yeah. And it's like, like tonight we had a bunch of, Oh my God, remember all these great WWE people who are currently signed to WWE who haven't been seen for like months or years. (laughs) Like I, I feel like, WWE, like, they need to trim, they need to trim down their shows. Two hours Raw, two hours SmackDown. I don't know how long NXT is, because I haven't watched NXT in, like, a year. But it's like two hours, I think? Yeah. It's in an hour. You're not, you're not missing anything. Well, I it, mean... It was better when it was on. I said, I, this is, that, that makes me so sad to say, because it was just the best thing on TV for so long. I feel like the sweet spot for the amount of hours dedic- I can dedicate to wrestling is about six. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours, two hours, and two hours. And I- I'm I'm actually very happy that SummerSlam was under four hours, all things considered, because I feel like, oh, that was, that was the thing. That was the thing that left my head. Um, do less stadium shows because- um, Just the four. Last- yep. Just- it's because last night's attendance, they said they had 48,000 people. I went online and I checked all the like news articles and stuff. The actual gate was 38,000. Yeah. WWE had to work really hard not to pan too far over to reveal the one side. It of the looked world. pretty good though. Yeah. It did. It, look it good. did. But they never showed that one side of the stadium. Not once they did. When the cameras were on the um, backside of the ring where the led, uh, yeah. guardrails are, which are stupid because that's just money down the drain if they break. Um, like, they never showed that side of the arena. You know, AEW has this problem, too, because, you know, they, they run smaller houses and they, yeah, I, you know, WWE does it, too. They put all of their, you know, people on one side if they can't sell out. But for a big event as SummerSlam, one of the big four, you should be selling that event out. I don't care where it is. Yeah. Like, the but four, you can't sell out what they've been dishing us. 
Like, yeah, no, I, I, I think I, they, no. I think they're going to be able to. I think, I think the t- the times are changing, but they couldn't before. And I mean, that's the whole reason why they moved Money in the Bank from Allegiant Stadium to their uh, to the MGM Grand Arena. It's smaller. Yeah, by a lot. Russell Russell Tix is a is a great follow on Twitter where they break down every single like all the tickets that are out, and they'll actually show the you know tickets available and stuff. And it's a really great follow with stuff like that. Okay, so now with all that said, we we've, we've thrown out a lot of info. Um, on on the comments, let us know what you what you want to see happen with WWE. Or and I also want to hear this: Is it a lost cause? Is there no way you'd come back? Or is this? Do you think this there's something special? I want to hear it. We're we're gonna respond to you and all that. So, yeah, that that's the wrestling stuff. Share this with your friends if you're into this wrestling thing. If you want to see more wrestling stuff, you gotta let us know because this is. It's hanging in the wind, Kevin. Kevin is hanging in the wind, Kevin. I'm about ready to Rest- tweet everybody about this. <laughs> People of the iHeart Kingdom Galaxy Universe, Infinite Time Warp, wrestling <laughs> is pop culture. Wrestling is life. It absolutely you want is. more wrestling. <laughs> so with that being said, check out the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the we paid extra for it. Go to the Facebook, go to the Twitter, go to the Instagram. Talk to us. We do talk back. Um, and until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Chris. I'm here with Kevin. Keep on geeking on, guys. If you smell what we're cooking. <sighs> <laughs>